Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Well, we want to thank God for another grace that he has given us to be here, to have another worship experience. Well, for those who are not here for our scripture reading, we want to read our scripture for today, and it's Mark chapter 4, verse 24. And Jesus said to them, be careful what you listen to. The same amount you gave will be given to you, and even more. And James 1, verse Chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Amen. You may please have your seat. Well, at this time, we have referenced God, the Holy Spirit, through praises worship, psalms. It is time for us so to reference those that God has given us uh, to lead us. And we want to acknowledge our pastor, Bishop Alfred Jackson, who is uh, on mission doing the Lord's business. Amen. We want to uh, reference our uh, Lady Jackson, we want to say God bless you. And to all our abled elders and ministers, we want to say God bless you. And to you, our members, we want to say God bless you uh, for being part of this wonderful family that is doing greater things and you are privileged to be part of. Amen. God bless you. <clears throat> and so today... I'll be ministering to you on the topic, some biblical tools to make effective application. Some biblical tools to make effective application. Let us pray. And so, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will speak through me, Lord. Father, I refuse to speak of my own. Lord, I pray that you, Lord, will anoint my lips, Lord. I pray, Lord, for clarity, Lord. And I pray, Father, that your word will always accomplish that which it has been sent for. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, I disappear and you'd appear, Lord. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And so, as we all know this year, each time when God gives his seven a word, for me, I make it my business to always ask God, how can this word or this direction that God is giving through his seven, how can this word impact my life and my household? And how also I can be a blessing to the church and the body of Christ as a whole. And so thinking about the word that came through his servant for the church that making application, the Lord remind me of some tools for making an effective application. And I believe someone here will be blessed today. Amen. And so tools is anything or device that enhances our work. Like for me, I like to, to do a um, do lot of repairing around. And then uh, one day, uh, my friend came around, but I don't have the right tools. And then he came around and said, look, Lawrence, here in America, uh, we do things the right way. Yeah, and so, you know, if you're not able to get the right tools to be doing your repairings around here, I don't think I'll be able to help you. You need to just spend some bucks uh, to Home Depot, and then you'll get a whole set of tools, you know, to, <laughs> to do your work. Yeah, to do your repairing. So, you know, tools is very, very uh, essential or important if we, want, if we want to work effectively. So to make application, we need the right tools and bless for it for us. The bishop has laid that foundation of what the church means to do in making application. And so today's message is just an, a reminder for what we have already listened to, what, have, what we already know. But God has a way of reminding his people, you know, for a specific uh, reason or purpose. So I pray that uh, as we are being reminded of his word, uh, the purpose for which he has come to remind us uh, will be accomplished in someone's life today. Because the word of God, the Bible says his word never returned void, but he has accomplished his purpose that which he has been sent for. If you believe that, can you say amen? So the first tools that we'll be dealing with is the word. Somebody said the word. And I'm quoting this from Bishop. He said, and I quote, a good application focuses the truth of God's word. 
shows the reader what to do about what is being read and motivates the reader to respond to what God is teaching. Unquote. That is from Bishop. The word of God is truth. And God's measures to the sinful humanity has given the charge, the seriousness of our task to make an application in the lives of people for Christ. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 say, For when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast, since I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Woe to me implies that if Paul does not preach the gospel, it will cause him everything. It will cause him an unwanted consequences. The word of God as a tools help us to open our minds to the serious nature, nature, nature of our calling of our ministry to make application. This is how the prophet Jeremiah expressed this. The force or the pressure or obligation of the truth of the word to people or society. Jeremiah said in Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9, he said, If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart as it were a burning fire. Shut out in my bones, and I am worried with holding it, and I cannot. The prophet Jeremiah wanted to give out, if you look at the, 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 the background of that text, he wanted to give out his ministry because of preaching the word of God. He has encountered a lot of approach and the Margaret. So he was just giving up. But again, the word of God as a, as a tools in making effective application, making to, to stand firm, to hold on, and not to give up. Hallelujah. And today, as we focus on the true word of God in making our application, no matter the circumstances that we may face as the church, no matter the circumstances that we may face in our varied and perspective of calling and ministry, we will always stand firm because of the word of God. Do you know sometimes pastor get worried and frustrated over his flocks, but because of the word of God, he will remain firm and strong no matter what happened. So that's why it is important as a church, as individuals, in making an application, we must stand on the word of God. 
Hallelujah. Can we say amen to that? So, he said, the word of God, the Lord, the word of the Lord has become, okay, I just talked about that. But because the force of the truth of God's word kept his ministry, or speaking the truth to the people, no matter what. So today I want to declare to you that the truth, that the truth of God's word will keep you active and will keep the church alive. If you believe it, can you say amen? The true word of God will keep you going in your ministry, no matter what. If you believe it, can you say amen? The word of God will force our family, our children, our friends who do not know Jesus to come to the saving knowledge of God. Can you say amen? So don't give up speaking the word of God upon the life of your child. Speaking the word of God in your family. Speaking the word of God upon your career. Hallelujah. Speaking the word of God to that person that you want for them to know Jesus. No matter whatever they will tell you. But keep speaking the word of God. And one day they will come to the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. My supervisor was sharing his testimony, the chaplain, and uh, one of the captain, you know, he was always, you know, speaking to him about Jesus, and then he will have everything to say about, oh, I don't want to hear about I have Jesus, but guess what? Today they are best of friends. That captain has come to know the Lord. And whenever there is time for service, he will be the first person to be in that service. That's how the word of God works. Amen. So we should never give it. Over that situation. Continuing to speak the word of God. Over that situation. Hallelujah. The apostle Paul say in 2 Corinthians. Chapter 3 verse 2 to 3. That you yourself. Now, let me back up a little bit. Now, some of us will say that we are not called to preach the word. So how can we make an application? But I want to say to you what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. He said, you yourself are our letter. Written on our hearts, knowing and read by everyone. You show that you are elected from Christ. The result of our ministry. Written and not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God. Not on tablets of stone, but on the tablets of human heart. Church, if you are saying you are not called to preach the word, and how can you uh, make an application? I want to say your life can serve as an example to make the application in one's life. 
In fact, the Bible said that we are called, we are all called ministers. So whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, you are called to make an application in your ministry. Hallelujah. If you believe that, can you say amen? So we have no excuse in making an application in our society, in our family, in our life. Hallelujah. The second tools that I want to talk about is the prayer. Prayer is the tools we use to praise and ask God because of our faith in him. Not everything that we know can be applicable in a given place of an assignment to make an application. And not every assignment that we would have a clue, but God has assigned you and me to make that application anyway. Like for me, you know, I never thought that I could stand on the pulpit to speak God's word. I just give you a little bit of my testimony all the time. You know, after school, I said I wanted to, you know, do accounting. And then I never have the means of studying accounting. And then I found myself studying the Bible. And getting confused, dropped many times. And the voice say, you have to remain. I never had any idea what the Lord was doing. But uh, I was just going by his voice. And I went through Bible, get a uh, bachelor's, and then I got a scholarship uh, to do the accounting. And when I came to the state, I have no idea. I went back again to do my MBA at Windrow. And then for some reason, you know, I left that. And I found myself again with the Bible. And today, I have no idea, no military background. And the Lord had farming to serve the young soldier. That's what God can do. We will have no clue of our assignment. But God wants you there anyway. Hallelujah. So when that happens, what can we do? The first example is with Abraham. One day God told him, said, no, leave your, your household and go to a place that I'm going to give you. And he just have to go. Hallelujah. He just have to go. And so, when that happened, prayer become our tools that God make available to us. That's why our second verse said that you ask God where you lack wisdom. And I'm a living witness to that, where I find myself right now. You know, 
one instance, you know, I was not born here. I was born and raised in Africa. And the nature of where I found myself, you know, it has to do with the engagement, you know, of the soldier. And one day I would think, I said, Lord, I thought, do I really have to be here? You know, the kind of video games, you know, American life, you know, so that you will be able to engage. Even though in chaplaincy, uh, there's something they call the ministry of pressing. So you're pressing alone, even though you are not saying something, but it means a lot. But yet still, to make an impact, at least you have to engage. And so I asked the Lord, and he said, Lawrence, you have something to share. And it reminded me about the captain who ministered my out of office. He said, Lawrence, we do not see you as a refugee. We see you as a person of hope. Who going to give hope to our young soldier? So you are, you know, becoming from refugee to a person of refuge. And that word went so deep. And I told him, look, you have said something. And that's going to be the title of my first book that I'm going to work on. Amen. And I was just reminded about that. And so, as I began to share my little bit of my experience, and you know, I caught the attention, and I began to engage with the soldier. So I just want to tell you that God can do anything. We just need to ask, and He will give us the wisdom to help us make the application in wherever. That we find ourselves in whatever place that He may place us. Amen. So we have no excuse again. Amen. So I just talked about what we need to do in such a situation is to ask God. And He has given us the tools of prayer to make that application effective. In Jesus' name. And one of the examples I've been gave is about David. It's about David when uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 30, I believe from verse 1 to 31, where David and his men, that one day they were taken off guard by the Amalekites, you know what is happening right now in, in, in Israel. So it started a long time. So they came, they took everything away, his wife, his children, along with his fighting men, as well their wife and children, and all their property. And all their homes, you know, being burned down to ashes. So when it came to saw that they were frustrated, 
The Bible says even to the extent that David meant wanted to kill him because they feel that uh, that was the solution you know, to their situation that they were facing. And within the midst of all that was happening, David kept calm. And in verse 8, David asked the Lord. He inquired from the Lord as to what to do. And I believe that David being a fighting man of Israel, general to say, I believe uh, he know what to do putting his combative skill to work in pursuit of his enemy. But he have to wait on the Lord for guardians, for divine guardians, for direction. And I know most of the time when we are faced with desperate situation, many of us will not have the time to even acquire from the law. But we want to take it in our own way. The librarians say, I would do it in my own way. But it is important for us to inquire from the Lord and see what he said concerning that situation. Think about David's situation. His wife, those that he loved so dearly, they were all gone. All that they owned, all his homes were destroyed. Look at that emotional uh, stress and all the things that seemed were going through. But yet still, he decided to wait on the Lord. And I believe we can learn from that and do the same. That no matter the circumstances, it's important for us to require from the Lord what God is saying concerning the situation. And we can do that through the prayer. So in a nutshell, David prayed to God for a solution. Are we praying to God for a solution to our case? Or we are, we are hesitant or about the situation like in the case of Saul. After he asked God, he never waited, you know, for God's solution. And we saw the outcome of his kingdom. So we can always count on God and ask him no matter the situation may be. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And the tools, our third tools of making effective application is the tools of identifying with people to make an application. The tools of identifying with people to make application is Christ's way of giving up everything or what the Bible called emptying himself to redeem sinful humanity and he won the church 
put, and you want the church to put that into practice. Amen. John chapter 20, verse 21, Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. So you see, Jesus, his work has become our work for us to carry out today. And also, so we can make an application in the life of someone today. And in John chapter 15, verse 12 to 13, Jesus said that this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. In John 15 and 14, Jesus again went on to say, you are my friend if you do what I command. So our willingness to give our lives for others show that we are friends of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, our willingness to practice what God is teaching show that we are his friends. This is how the apostle Paul put it. In identifying with people in order to win them for Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 27, he said, Though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became as a Jew. In order to win Jews, to those honor the Lord, I became as one honor the Lord. Though not being myself honor the Lord, that I might win those honor the Lord. To those outside the Lord, I became as one outside the Lord. Not being also the Lord of God, but honoring the Lord of Christ, that I might win those outside the Lord. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessing. Do you not know that in the race all the runners run, but only one receive the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive the perishable raft, but we are imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one being beaten in the air, but I discipline myself, but as an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. Now, 
bought it, and keep on on control. Now, so all that's Paul is saying that God will use us. He will use us in anything to make application to that dying soul. He make us a friend. He will make us a friend to that drugs addict. He will make you a counselor to that family, to that broken family. He will do anything for you to win the loss by all costs. Hallelujah. Remember the word of God say it is not the word of God for any of us to perish, but for all to come on to repentance. So for that all to come on to repentance, we have a part to play to make that happen. Even though at the final analysis, the individual themselves have their willpower to choose whether to perish or not. But we have our part to play. So let us play our part to be anything that God wants us to be so that they all to come unto repentance. Hallelujah. And finally, the fourth tools is the tools of presenting the gift of God. The tools of presenting the gift of God is the opportunity to point someone to Christ, to share the gospel in making application. When Jesus Christ had the opportunity to, to talk with the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4, he pointed out, he pointed out to the gift of God. Eternal life. And the Samaritan woman and all the lives change for the best. Church, no matter what the person may respond, if you point them to Christ, you have sown a seed. In, and in due time, the Holy Spirit will be working on them to come to their realization of God's true love for humanity. Hallelujah. So talking about this, the close, we cannot end without pointing somebody to Jesus Christ. So if you are here and you know that you have not accepted Jesus Christ or online listening on the sign of my voice, we want to give you this opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Jesus is the only way to the Father. He is the only way to eternal life. Not by any means. It's true Jesus Christ. He said to Nicodemus that unless you be born again, you cannot entered the kingdom of God. So this is the opportunity. Tomorrow may be too late. This is the opportunity to come to know Jesus Christ. You see, if we confess our sin, 
He is faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if you are here online and you have made up your mind today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I just want for you to repeat this prayer after me. So, dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for me, for my sin, and you rose from the dead. I turn away my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. And I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. If you pray that prayer with all your heart, by faith, I want to let you know congratulations to the family of God. You are a new person. The old has gone and the new has come. Embrace the new life that Christ has given us. Amen. If you are online, you can just uh, submit your inf information and someone will follow up to you. Amen. And let us pray. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word that have come to remind us. And I know it has come for a purpose. Father, as you are reminding us about the tools to make an effective application, Lord, I pray that we will meditate on them and ask you where we are lacking of to give us the wisdom to use these tools effectively, Lord, to make an application in the life of ourselves, our family, our friends, our community, our nation, Lord. And Father, we know that with you all things are possible. You say if we lack the wisdom, even where the assignment or whatever assignment that you have given us that we even don't have the clue about it, Lord. You say we should ask you. And you will lead us. You will give us wisdom that we can be able to make that effective application. And so, Lord, we know there is no an excuse for us. We just pray for your grace, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And let a church say amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. 
Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world, on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.